0: Hello, Big Daddy.
1: From the latest in real estate to the hottest in pop culture, Celebrate digital audio. this is the Big Daddy Radio Show. Now, along with his panel of experts, here's your host, one of San Diego's finest real estate agents, Big Daddy, Brian Garrity. So,
2: all righty it is wednesday and you are back with us here on big daddy radio espn 1700 here every wednesday at two o'clock the holidays are bustling and so are the freeways (laughs) it just seems like ah it's going crazy out there so we are all here um our lovely panel Uh, Michael Ellis Banna, our darling, loving uh, social and media director, is out ill today, so we are hoping that he has a speedy recovery. You are missed, my friend, my bestie, definitely. But we have our other favorite, Michelle Montiel. Welcome again. Thank Hi, you for Daddy. being here. <laughs> Hi, baby. <laughs> and we have Duran from Garrity Group. Yeah, hello. Hello. So we've got lots to talk about. You know that um, if you want or have suggestions about the show, if you want to contact any of the panelists, if you you know want to use me as your agent... Michelle is your insurance retirement planner. Your Amanda. On a day-to-day basis from, um, how would you categorize this? You deal with like retirements, and right?
3: Retirement plans, yeah. Retirement
2: plans, yeah. so know that. And then Amanda Silber from Movement Mortgage. Um, she also is on her right. It's just one of those days where everybody was doing the hot scramble to get here. <laughs> yeah. And then Drew from Garrity Group uh, is with us as well. So, yeah. Um, If you go to BigDaddyRadio.com, send us your emails. We love your emails. Your emails crack me up. A lot of them are very funny, and we think you're funny, and we appreciate all the love that you send us. And then, you know, there's some crazies, but I think there's crazy everywhere. But what are you going to do? Crazy. The haters are going to hate. There's one in every bunch every once in a while. (laughs) Um, Just because you don't have the same opinion as somebody doesn't mean that they're whatever it is are conjuring up in your crazy mouse mind. So, anyways, that was my little diatribe of the Thank moment. You for Thank that. you, right? <laughs> also, Michael's done such an amazing job with the social media and the posting. You can go to Facebook to Big Daddy Radio and you can like us. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's it's Big Daddy's radar. Yes, my radar is. My radar is working actually. My radar is working well. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Kaitlyn uh, Jenner is a Donald Trump of the trans community. I swear <laughs> I said I was not talking about her again. I really did. But why don't we talk? I, there was an interesting article that I wanted to bring up with the panelists. I was like, mm. Amanda would kill me, it's K-Clan, but yet it's not really. That's what she calls the Kardashians. She calls Uh, it
3: the K-Clan? The The K-Clan, yeah.
2: (laughs) And so I'll probably get an email about that, you know how it goes. So then, but although you know, I love the girls, I think that they're wonderful. And then um, Star Wars The Force Awakens opens this Friday. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, it's going to be one of those, <laughs> well, I'm just not, I don't know, I did, even when I was a kid and the first ones came out, I just... Yay! I don't um, get it. Uh, okay, yeah, I, there's a lot. Yeah, uh, I'm, uh, yay. I'm the
1: lone it. Star Wars freak on the panel. No, I'm I'm not a freak, but a I do freak. like Star Wars. Yeah, I'm teasing you, no,
2: no. You certainly are not. It's
1: like a religion for some people.
2: Oh my God! Yeah, see, I'm
1: not there. We yeah. totally
2: are going to talk about that. Okay. And then you know, obviously, um, the 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 downside of things are the, these schools getting these threats, and then you know, closing down, and it's just like, come on, what is going on with this society? It is so crazy, people. It's like, I mean, I think that we have terrorism on such a high alert that it is really, really, really getting out of control. I mean, they really wanna instill fear in in this country, these terrorists.
3: Oh, I Mm -hmm. mean, it's their whole MO.
2: It is, it's to make everybody afraid. So what I think is interesting, where then becomes the middle ground? So like, where where do we? I guess you can never be too cautious. I don't know because in New York, they had their school system had the same kind of threats mm-hmm. as the LA school system had. New York chose to because they wrote via email, and New York chose to keep the schools open. LA chose to call it the, call it a day and not yes. have the kids come in. I get that, but like. What if they start getting these random emails from students that don't want to go to school and found out like, hey, this is a cool way to get the school closed for the day until uh, the authorities show up, they're gonna find out it's not too cool. But what do you guys think? Yeah, but this
3: originated in Germany. Well, I...
2: I saw that, I saw that. Can I weigh in on this? Yeah, weigh in on everything, sister. (laughs) What are you talking about?
3: I, um, I think both cities actually, if you consider the circumstances, handled it properly. I wish going forward that they would talk to each other more. I mean, for me, um, the way, the, the what I really didn't like was the way that New York criticized L.A. Mm-hmm. and the superintendent when really all he was doing was erring on the, the side of abundance of caution, trying to keep our kids safe. I mean, I... I let that slide every single time. I mean, you know, when you're talking about kids, right? Right, I agree. And you as a mother, especially. Yeah, and public safety. So I don't like how they called him out like that. Um, But... They have more experience. They weren't just, you know, after 9/11, and they weren't just coming off of San Bernardino.
2: I was gonna so, exactly. I was gonna say like we literally are just coming off of San Bernardino, which is just, you know, a bedroom community of it's the Inland Empire, but it's very close to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And the way that the geography of it is that LA school district almost touches that Inland Empire. Well, it does touch the
1: Inland mm-hmm. Empire county line. So. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I I, I agree with what Mary's saying. Totally, I Mary, I, sorry. <laughs> Mary Hi, Michelle.
2: the Hannah.
1: Apparently, I'm taking your place. I know. So I'm have up a the
2: new name, but you sure. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Hi, beautiful. I know. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> you can call me whatever. This is. You know what? It's something about this. I'm going to call this, you Mary now. Mary finishes <laughs> in. It's something about. I think it's something about this holiday season because that's not the second time in less than a week that I've done that to it's someone, okay. and it's someone that I know really well. So I apologize. <laughs> I agree with you, Michelle. I I don't. Um, I, I think to err on the side of caution is always fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, it's funny, when I was, when I was in high school, I think, there was, a, there was a bomb threat to my high school. Wow. And it's a tiny little town, so definitely not as much experience with those kinds of things. And you know what it was? They were doing that, like Brian was saying, t- some people oh. want to get out of school. Well, you know what it was, is someone did put in that threat so that they could then rob the bank. So they put in the threat because it's a small police department oh. all the police officers went to the school So
3: then the, then there was nobody to there respond There was to nobody the to robbery. respond to
1: anything else wow. so they went and robbed the bank it's and crazy. it's like It's really
3: smart You know it's so really it's, <laughs> it's going these types of things really are going to stretch thin or um
2: or just but, or, yeah, yeah, the yeah police, our police department, and, and yeah.
3: Everybody else, I mean, right. We're just going to be spread so thin. Yeah,
2: and the scary part is, so we're talking about the schools, how like New York didn't close down because of the threats. LA did close down. Are they being overreactionary by taking? I like your terminology and abundance of caution, exactly. But New York's been through nine eleven, you know, which it. I hate even bringing that up. It was just so horrific. But I mean, it's a reality of our lives. Mm -hmm. And then L.A., which happened, you know, so that's in a, a bit of the distant past. And L.A. is just coming off of San Bernardino where they just had these major shootings. So I don't know, for us, it's more, and on the West Coast here, it seems like it's just more I don't know, just more fresh, right in front of your school, I, was, yeah, I
3: was flipped out yesterday morning when I turned on the, turned on the news. I mean, it just really really bummed me out.
2: Well, I you mean, know, I've you always, brought it to my attention because I hadn't seen it, so I was glad you had done that. I've been so self absorbed with work and medical and other crazy stuff.
0: As a parent, wouldn't you want the option to keep your kid home if there was a bomb threat at school?
2: Yeah, that's a yeah. good that point.
0: Like, I'd be pretty bummed if I found out there was like, oh, there's a bomb threat and we're having school as normal. I'd be like, what?
2: Right. And, and wait, so let's just say that these are hoaxes. Mm-hmm. What about the real terrorists right. with the really evil, <laughs> sick, 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 real sick-ass minds? Real
3: terrorists, though, don't really say... They don't alert you that they're going to do it first. No, they that's don't. a good they point. Don't, they don't. There they you don't go. That's, you a that. good, that's a
2: good point. Right. That's a good, so, that's a good, that that is good. I mean,
3: the element of surprise is really what they're after. I mean, they don't let you let you know, hey, we're going to you know bomb the World Trade Center today or fly a plane into it.
1: No. Oh my God, that was horrible. Well, yeah, because then that's all planes would have been grounded immediately. So yeah, you're right. You're right. That's that was just point. when I, mean it- I remember
2: that morning. That was like, well, I swear to you, I thought I was watching like some trailer a for a movie. I swear to God, I was getting ready for work and it was like in my mirror. I could see it and I was like, so weird. Is that some movie? And I was like, that is really happening. I mean, And you know, they just took the whole country by storm. It was crazy. I ended up not even going to work that day. I didn't go either. Yeah, I, say, I think a lot of people didn't. I,
0: I was I was too young to really understand what still was a happening.
2: Molecule,
1: I molecule. Yeah. No, I
0: was like seventh or eighth grade or something, and I just didn't get it. Like I didn't get how substantial. that Yeah, the gravity. I didn't get how substantial it was.
1: I remember really well. Uh, we we did go to school. Because I was yeah I wasn't going to work at the time but I was going to school yeah, and the molecule I, know. <laughs> I know and um but pretty much all day was spent watching the television yeah and I remember talking about we watched it, it, and, it
0: all day long but and, and, just, and still at the time I just remember thinking like oh this is a big deal you know what I mean like my mom like woke me up in the morning and like she was watching on the news she's like Amanda like you know she's freaking out and I'm like okay, I'm going to school now. Um, (laughs) See you later. Peace out, you know? And then (laughs) I go to school and my teacher is like putting it on the screen and, and then we start talking about it. I'm like, oh, I see. This is definitely a really, really big deal. I feel super stupid for having that initial reaction, but I don't know. I just
2: but
1: that age, right now, I mean, I mean think of the age, yeah. It's you're just so, you're I... so egocentric at that age. Totally. People in general, not no, you. No, no, no. I totally would Everyone,
2: <laughs> But I love the. I love how you said too. Like, really, a true terrorist, like these groups, they're not going to make a phone call. They're yeah. not, not going to send you an not email. An email. They're just going to blow that stuff up, right? Or whatever, That's or what you know, do. harm somebody, right. And they want us running. around around in fear and I mean it's it's causing a little bit of hysteria with people it's like okay now the holidays like the shopping malls need extra security it's like I also think like if you are doing that this is just my opinion I don't think you need to keep putting that on the news the media loves the media loves to turn out that kind of information and it's like the more you talk about it, the more you're—they're they're loving it. I'm sure the terrorists. It's like look, like they're beefing up security for no reason, or the wrong places. Right. You know, and it's, right. Why? Why do you need to alert people as to where security is being beefed up? Why don't you just keep it on the down low? Use well, your like intelligence. When they
3: had these schools shut down, they were—they were talking about what Drew was saying earlier, how all law enforcement is going to be out at these schools, so they're—they're they're not going to be. They don't have enough law enforcement to go out to all those schools. So no way. I mean, you know, where go rob a bank because law enforcement's not available, right? I mean
2: I mean it's pretty crazy. I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like it's the holidays like you know, I think let's be able to enjoy it. We had a great time um Saturday night with our holiday party, with our friends, and I was just thinking how lucky we are to be here, and we really are all lucky yeah. to be in the United States, <laughs> yeah. without being all sounding all preachy, and crazy, and amiable. but it's true. It's we, true. we forget, mm-hmm. I mean, Sandy Bernhard, on her show, she was like, I just think people, they don't get it. They don't get it, You're we're lucky. We're Every day you wake up in this country, you have no idea how no damn doubt. lucky you are. Yeah, and so until you really look at some of the travesties around the world, which unfortunately, thank God, none of us have to endure that. But I think unless you've lived it or been to it, it's a hard thing to kind of...
0: You'll never comprehend it.
2: Yeah, comprehension of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't you agree? Yeah, for sure. It's one of those things that I just feel like... I like how you said that about... So if your child was in school and -hmm. they had a bomb threat, it was a legitimate bomb threat, would you want the opportunity to say yes or no to go because they're not sure? Or
0: I would probably, yeah, I think so. I think I'd I'd want to be able to make the decision. I don't know if I would, I mean, I would probably have the same exact thought that Michelle was having, you know, like, you know, real terrorists aren't going to like announce the bomb threat and everything's probably going to be fine. But maybe instead of putting them on a bus, I would drive them or I don't, oh, I don't that's know. That's interesting, I just, no. I crazy. mean, people, I would have sent mine. People, people send bomb threats all the time.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and I really, and like this one, they said they tracked it down to some IP address in Germany, but they weren't sure if like hackers could manipulate. Did you see that? They weren't sure if I hackers did. could manipulate the way it was being sent. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's people just one wanna, of those like, things.
0: People want to cause chaos for no reason. It's like yeah. anarchy. Like they'll, all they have to do is send a, sim- a simple email. Right. And in order to like cause this great havoc, they want to see what happens and they just sit there on the sidelines and laugh about it. But I, I, I mean, I'm I sure. they if, catch him. No, I right? know. I, I hope mean, they catch him. Will they? Probably not. But
2: If they do, if they do, they're (laughs) in big trouble. They they should be. But no, I mean,
0: I I, I think, just like she was saying, err on the side of caution. I mean, if I was at home and I'm thinking, okay, do I send my kid to school or not? Well, let's just be safe and stay home today. Yeah. You know, like right. what? What are they going to miss one day of school? It's right. not like life well, or death. They you were know? parents complaining that it was a
3: big inconvenience that the schools were all <laughs> shut down yesterday. I mean, uh, I, 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 well, I was that's like,
1: interesting.
3: what? I'm not surprised but, by this.
1: priority is Get your head out of your. <laughs> you know what? You're and having. A, and you're behind. You
3: have, a ch- you have children. Did you yeah. not realize that having a child is going to be an inconvenience for the rest of your life? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I like.
2: I That's like for the rest of your life part. You're real about it. It's true. Sorry, I mean, advanced. they're the
3: best be. ever. I they're the awesome, but it's yeah, they can inconvenience you for a long time. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so on the topic of schools, there's and we'll want to talk about. We have a couple extra minutes today because we started hard a little bit late. But the um that there's this principal in Pennsylvania that wants to remove Mark Twain from the approved reading list. I mean, Huckleberry (laughs) Fan, which was a Mark Twain classic, Mm -hmm. which I think most growing up, most of us read or were exposed to. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about slavery and there's a lot of cultural insensitivity that you may feel uncomfortable with, but that was the reality of that time. And so, I mean, these, and then there's another principle that wanted to get rid of Thanksgiving, Christmas, and I'm missing one. Oh, darn. I hate when I Easter. brain fart. No, no. It was Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and one other one. I sent them to everybody. I'll tell you.
3: Thanksgiving, <laughs> Christmas, um, I'm trying to remember.
2: I'm being bothered. Uh, and I didn't get what I get. The Christmas. Oh, and she no more Pledge of Allegiance. So, no
0: more Pledge of Allegiance? Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. So get
2: rid of Pledge that's of Allegiance, get rid of Thanksgiving, get rid of Christmas.
0: Pledge of Allegiance has nothing to do with religion, so I, I didn't see you uh, saying that.
2: Yeah, that's what was throwing me, because I was in my mind, trying to recall. it was like, Easter, I, I, I did the same thing as what you were saying, it was like, we're trying to recall it. But it's like, giving these principals, I think they should be given enough latitude to govern the school. I don't think that they should be allowed to make these kind of sweeping decisions, I really don't. I I don't see any harm in celebrating Thanksgiving. Of course, it's gonna go back to like, oh, we wronged the Indians. Well, come on, we've made made that up 10 times over, sorry to say, it's like, they don't pay taxes, they have the casinos, I mean, whatever. I'm not saying that just off the cuff, I'm being serious, it's like, Thanksgiving is a celebration of our country and being here. And,
1: you know, it's a time for family to come together. It's like now more than ever. That's the bottom line. Exactly. Is that it? Thanksgiving is about coming together with your family and giving thanks. Like it's it's no longer necessarily tied to that particular point in history. Like, I mean, yes, it is. But that's not why we're doing it. We're doing it to get together with our family and have a quality thankful. time. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You well we don't they don't call it Thanksgiving and Christmas at my kid's school.
1: Oh, well, I interesting. They,
3: they it's it's like, there there is no longer. It's not a Thanksgiving feast. Like if they have a party in the classroom, it's yeah. not a Thanksgiving.
1: It's, it's like an October. Fest. It's called a
3: uh, winter, winter, uh, winter harvest feast or something, <laughs> or or the like the the harvest p- uh, parade as opposed to Halloween. You know, you're not allowed to call it Halloween either. And it's not a Christmas party. It's a holiday party. It's like and it's a winter break. It's not even a holiday break. I mean, you are they're very limited.
2: I mean, and it's, it's crazy. The, the PC thing has it's, gotten way out of control. Time is not PC enough. So well, sorry. Well, if you're
0: uh, here's the thing. In, this is all coming from people who everyone here was raised with christmas and thanksgiving right yeah absolutely so you have to put your kid. you can't think about it from our perspective because we're like okay i'm not religious at all but i think of it as christmas and thanksgiving or whatever but i was sitting in the car with my friend who was raised muslim she's not she's you know somewhat practicing but she's not like you know she was raised that way she was raised that way and um she and her dad is and she will not let her fiance have a christmas tree in the house and i'm like Well, why not? Like he wants a Christmas tree, like you know. And she, she's like, "Look, it's just I was raised a certain way, and I'm more comfortable with this, and you know, etc. cetera. And so they're getting
2: married, though. Hold on, and hold up. We're we're coming right back to this exact subject. Sorry, folks, about my voice. I'll explain that too. But we're coming right back to the subject after the break. You're on ESPN 1700 with Brian Garrity and his panel, Big Daddy Radio. Be right back. all righty we're back on a hot and heated really great topic on espn 1700 big daddy radio with our lovely panel here michelle montiel we have amanda silber and duran ellis is with us we're missing michael ellis baena we hope you are feeling better, my friend, seriously. Okay, I, sucks being sick right before Christmas. I mean, trust me, I've had plenty of surgeries and other crap right before Christmas. It just ruins the holidays. <laughs> um, the well, Okay, so Amanda, kind of refresh what we were talking about.
0: Um, So my point was that we need to incorporate everybody else, right? So again, I wasn't raised with... with with it, well, I, I guess I went to private school, so I was raised with some religious background, but I, I'm not, I don't consider myself religious, I don't consider myself a Christian, and I've always wanted to have a Christmas tree. And like I said, we all were raised with having Christmas trees, so to us, it's like, okay, it's Christmas, it's just part of it, whatever, it's part of the holidays, right? right? Um, but one of my really good friends, like I said, was raised around a Muslim family, and To clarify, she's okay with her husband having a Christmas tree. It's not like she doesn't want one in the house. That actually ended up getting into like having a real tree versus a fake tree and bugs and all this other stuff that she was worried about having in the (laughs) house. So that's neither here nor there. But the fact that she was like, you know, he was like really, really, really wanted a tree and she could have just cared less and was like, no, I have no interest in having a Christmas tree. And she's very, um, I would consider her like, you know, she threw my baby shower. You know what I mean? Like, she wanted to decorate it and she wanted it to be all, like, fabulous. And I'm like, you don't want lights or anything? And she's like, no. And I was like, really? Like, that's crazy to me. Like, I know, like, she loves Halloween for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. You know, she wants to decorate for Halloween and stuff. So I would just assume she'd want to decorate for Christmas. But that was just my ignorant assumption because that's how I was raised. And I just assume that's what everyone wants, but it's not what everyone wants. Right. So by blanketing it and calling it happy holidays, you're covering everybody. You're not leaving anyone out. No one feels isolated. Um, and, you know, by calling it, you know, winter harvest or whatever it's called, you know, all those different dinners and stuff like that, then everyone can just feel like they're incorporated. Um, and I'm okay with that. You know, I mean, it's a little bit of political correctness, but this country is becoming much more diverse every single year, and so I think that sometimes it's important for us to not forget that not everybody else was raised the exact same way that we were, right, even though we're still the majority i think
2: but then and I think I've had criticism because <laughs> I said people need to remember they are in the United States you are you've come here right you've chosen but come that's here. the point
0: of being in the United States is you can do whatever you want,
2: right, I guess. Amount, I mean, like not do whatever you want. <laughs> it's not
0: not do whatever you want, but I'm not one of those people that says, oh, you moved to the United States, you need to learn English and, you no, know, no, no, no. blah, 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 not, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean?
2: But I also feel like I don't need to conform to their language either. Exactly. But no, of course not. I just thought, like, why do we have to have the DMV in 17 different languages? I mean, I, I don't think you start. That. Yeah. I don't.
3: I think this article you are talking about—they even want to ban Santa. I mean, Santa's not allowed. I mean, really, every you walk outside the outside the house—that's <laughs> not religion,
1: December. is it? No, No, but originally he was it was Satanic. Saint Nick.
2: Yeah, yeah originally right. there was some religious tales, yeah. right? Some people that are very religious find the whole yeah. Santa and all of that to be offensive. So yeah. it's really hard. Like when you're you're just trying to just like. You know what? It's just Please a great. Please, everyone. Yeah, it is a great time of year. We're just sending our love. There's just so no ill intended anything. It's just so crazy. Now, on the same topic, they, they, um, there was a, in a small town that's heavily Christian, um, more on the evangelical side, the Atheist Association, um, which I'm Catholic, so I'm not an atheist. So let's just clear it up up front so I don't get any emails. But the um, Atheist Association posted a billboard that said, it's the holiday time. Santa says go out and have fun. Don't worry about going to church, it's not required. So this town is in a flipping <laughs> uproar. Oh my God. So the question becomes then is that patently offensive and should they have to remove the sign? The Atheist Association says, Why should we be forced to remove this sign when all of these Christian churches in this town have signs citing Bible verses, Proverbs, go where church and one mass or whatever they call it. Now or whatever it's called, depending on your religion. Yeah, <laughs> if service, you're Catholic it's yeah. mass service. Well, it okay. isn't
3: required to go to church. It's a choice, right?
2: Absolutely. But do you find that? But do you find that offensive? Saying skip. It literally says skip church and enjoy the holidays. It, the sign's pretty crazy. Oh,
3: I know. That's I not what you funny. said the first time. That, I don't think that's <laughs> what. It, it said like skip church. And it literally drink. does. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like, okay, greetings. that's different than what you said the first time. I well,
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everything's <laughs> clear about it. Yeah. No, they, Joy Behar and the View had brought it up, and I thought it was a great thing. And they, all the girls were getting all crazy.
1: Especially, you know, who? Candace, <laughs> Cameron Bure. Yeah. I,
2: I can't I, you know, I want to hate her, but I just like something <laughs> about her. It's like she can't help herself. She's just really religious. She's a pretty girl. She passed a pretty test, so it's hard for me to
1: not <laughs> like her. She's really pretty.
2: Yeah. I when I grew up with young. her as
1: DJ Tanner, obviously, so well, I, I am in love with her in that regard. But
2: and you have Paula Faris, who's also an anchor on the anchor, a panelist. Well, is an anchor on Good Morning America, and I love her. I, I mean, and she's a very she. Her and her husband, they're Christian, but she talks about their sex life. She talks about partying, and I'm like. That's the cute little brunette, right? Yeah, little brunette. She's cool. And I I guess when they're doing the deed, like, they were talking about how do you handle your kids, and they they call it ministry time. And so now that's the big joke on the panel. (laughs) I was like, are you having ministry time? So, and then, of course, Candace was like, oh, for a minute. But I mean, okay, calm down. We know you're super hardcore. You can't help but spill something out of your mouth. I mean, really, she's got to the point where she just can't help herself. She can't. She can't make any comments that don't weave back in something I mean, that's really hardcore Christian. It's crazy. Like they asked her, would you, if you think- had a guy friend, you're in New York, your husband's in LA now that she's doing the show, would you go out to dinner regularly with your guy friend? Is that okay? Is it? I'm gonna tell you what she said, but what do you guys, girls think, ladies think, women think, whatever? See, I just did the PC thing in my head I, from girl. You know, to I think it depends on women. the
3: relationship and how secure the pe- pe- people in the relationship are. Yeah, you know, of
0: course, I don't know. I, think I know relationships where that wouldn't work, and my relationship it would work fine.
2: Mm-hmm. Your your husband's awesome.
0: Thank you. Ricky <laughs> Silver, he awesome.
2: he's a great guy. Great guy. Uh, you guys are an amazing couple. We love you guys.
0: I mean, like, if I just, like, started going to dinner, like, once a week with someone he'd never met, it might be kind of weird. You know what I mean? But all my good guy friends he's met, you know what I mean?
2: And, and we're super close. Yeah, I mean totally. it just, I mean, it. you know, and I always text you love you and X yeah. and O's and all. It just really, I guess, depends on the... Her thing was, which I liked. I thought, oh, my God, she's going to spew and say, like, oh, no. She did say if she felt like there was some kind of a traction going on that she wouldn't do it, which... I, I wouldn't, wouldn't either. Why? why if sense. you're married,
3: why, why
0: open right.
2: yourself up? No, why? no, no you do that, that makes sense because then, okay, but I'm just saying, it's one of those things. I thought it was interesting. It's
0: like, mm-hmm. that kind of goes without saying, right? Michelle, we're like, duh. Like, yeah. <laughs> Let's not like put ourselves in a situation of temptation over here. <laughs> right.
2: But yeah, I love that, like, she at least refrained. It was one of the first well, times I saw her refrain from having to give us the scripture and just be able to talk about her. yeah he person. like, was he
0: a hot guy though? Because he's hot.
2: That might, might be know, different. What, right? You know what? It's <laughs> funny though is I know a lot
0: of guys that I like meet them and I look at them I'm like, God, you are hot. And then they talk and I'm like, no, you're not.
1: God, you are dumb. So. Dumb, dumb, dumb. That's even worse. I'd rather deal with someone who's dumb than someone who's douchey. Because then I'm really just like turned off from it. I'm like, no, uh, You're stupid. I don't want to talk to you ever. It's dumb on mm-hmm. another level.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I was going to be like, what does that mean?
0: <laughs> I would
3: I,
2: there's something about intelligence to me. I know that sounds so... pat. I, I hate when somebody says... I love him because he's so funny. Like That's why I'm with him when they're talking about their partner, him or her, or whatever. Which that is a very endearing quality, obviously. But, you know, listen, looks matter to an extent, regardless, I don't care what anybody says. I think they're lying when you say that. I'm not saying that. But people say, looks don't matter, come on. (laughs) To some extent, they have to matter a little. You have to be attracted
3: to the person, right? You know, and attractions
2: can develop and things happen. Yeah, exactly. So, the um, and I think humor has a play, but there's something about a really smart person for me that just gets my motor running. So, (laughs) I, it be honest, it's the truth. So, Wes has just been it's just been perfect. So, we're just very similar. Very different, but very similar. I mean, and you guys have been at the house. You know, you've yeah. seen the different dynamic in the relationship. It just works. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. yeah you guys are totally different, You guys actually. are totally different. Yeah. <laughs> He's adorable. <laughs> He's adorable. Yeah, he I, every time I see him, I think, gosh, he is so darn cute. <laughs> he is. adorable, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's such a sweetheart. He reminds me a little bit. Like, I'm still getting to know Wes a lot because I see you so much more often. But right. he does remind me a little bit of myself.
2: Yeah, I told you.
0: That's why I love you so much. I'm always doting on you.
2: So Amanda's husband was there and I kept saying, you're not mad that I'm in love with your wife, right? And he was like, no, I get it. So, you know, he was totally cool. They're, they're, They're family. What's your take? Are uh, uh, oh, you have none.
1: Uh, yeah, not really. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
2: Sorry. I yeah, was just yeah, kind yeah, of... Yeah,
1: main, wait, main uh, Drew's
3: take is he'd rather deal with somebody who was dumb than douchey. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. my take. Is that I don't particularly want to deal with dumb either, but I'm just saying, like, I would rather deal with someone who's just not necessarily really intelligent than I would with an a-hole is what I'm saying. Yeah. Got it. That, that, okay, yeah, I just
2: sort of didn't understand the... I mean, I understand the word, but I wanted to know from your perspective. And you know, everybody might be thinking something different contextually. What are you talking about? Somebody that's mean and nasty. Basically, yeah. A jerk. Yeah. Kind like, of a thing. Just
0: because you might not be like the most book smart person or the most well versed person doesn't mean you're right. And that's what his point is. Yeah, okay. that is my you point. You can say ass. And so.
3: My eyes just
1: butt. Yeah, oh
3: sorry. no, the FCC.
1: <laughs> no. So Yeah, that's exactly my point. And I'm going to make a blanket statement and I don't care because I'm not going to be a PC about it. But I would rather <laughs> deal with someone who's a little bit of an idiot than like a PB douche. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> BB2.
0: Okay. Yeah. I so
1: if it. if you're no, going to okay. send any emails
2: in, please... Send it to it. Drew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> of course not everybody <laughs> in Pacific Beach is like that. Of no, course. No. Generali- I love Pacific that's Beach. Generalizing that's my And
2: being a State, but...
1: That is my opinion, um, and it but is generalizing outside. on that,
2: we need to go to break. It'll be our last break before our last segment. We're on Big Daddy Radio, ESPN 1700. I know the conversation is quite lively today, folks. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. All right, we're back on Big Daddy Radio, ESPN 1700, here every Wednesday, folks. We're not going to let you down no matter what. Um, So we were talking just real quick. um, Today, the feds announced a rate hike. I want to explain just break it down super simple for you. If you're a consumer and you're worried about, I wanna sell my house now, I'm afraid I'm gonna get less, or I wanna buy a house and I'm afraid I'm gonna be able to purchase less. Listen, what the Feds were talking about today is the overnight banking rate. What it costs the banks to swap money overnight. And since June of 2006, it's been at 0% to a quarter, but basically 0%. So. That does affect the markets. It will affect interest rates at some point. It is going to, it's very dovish. It's not going to pound on anybody at this moment. Don't be reactionary like we're talking about with the terrorists. Don't let the interest, we had to do something. The Fed, I've been waiting for this for a while. They have to do, they cannot keep leaving this at zero percent.
0: They have to do it to stabilize the economy and grow right. the economy.
2: Now And if grown, they keep doing it, once it comes off, if they have to do it hard, we're going to hit uh, another period of inflation. And anybody who's ever lived through a real inflationary period, you were going to be very unhappy. Yeah. So just know, please don't panic if you're out there. You You may see a little movement in the market. Obviously, there was, but it is not going to be anything that's going to keep you from buying or purchasing a house. I would be a little more motivated, possibly. Yeah, but I don't. I I don't like the scare tactics I see well, they, some agents using.
0: They raised it a half a percent. Yeah, so right. from, from where zero to a half.
2: Power. I'm sorry, right?
0: So, um, what I was explaining to my office today, because we had an office meeting, was that doesn't mean that mortgage interest rates are going up a half a percent. Correct. it means that just exactly how you were explaining it and then the markets are gonna be you know reflected upon whatever however the yeah. mortgage bond market reacts to it so we have seen rates go up a little bit um like they've gone up like maybe an eighth of like a in percentage. the last three days there's
2: definitely been basis points trending down <laughs> totally right and
0: so rates have gone up like maybe an eighth of a percentage we're talking like three to five thousand dollars off of a purchase price for the buyer
2: she's right Totally. It's
0: not a. It's not a big deal.
2: I'm glad you're here for that because I want someone else to back it up to hear it. Because yeah, I see. I saw some real estate agents send out emails. And I'm like, you don't even know what you're talking about there. All you're doing Story is you're gonna of, you're gonna send that out totally. to spin. Yeah. You're gonna make the mortgage officer's job of course, Wes's phone as soon as soon as that Fed rate was announced, it started going boom boom boom. And I'm like. <laughs> Oh my God! So I immediately called the listings that I had and reassured the sellers, "Don't worry," or the people that were in contract, "We're going to be fine." I did. I did say, well, "If you're closing, lock it. Stop sitting on the fence." But other, I than always that, lock
0: my rates like right away. There's Wes, no point. Wes
2: is a is a big believer in yeah. no sitting on the fence. He's that's not stupid. a waiter. Yeah, wait. Well, yeah, I agree.
0: Why gamble? Yeah, Why?
2: that's what yeah. he always says. Wes says, "Like if you want to gamble, go to Vegas. Don't do it on your house." I think right. that's a smart thank you, Wes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You guys are very much alike. I'm uh, I know. No, yeah, it's no, for sure. When so, people
0: yeah, when people are like, Oh, should we float? And I'm like, why? You know that this rate works for you, and you know that it works for your approval. Like, let's just lock it. There's really no reason. And if something does change, it's usually not that the rate itself changes by an eighth of a percentage. It's usually the basis points on the back end, which means for the borrower, it's either cash that they don't have to come up with or cash that they have to come up with, not the actual rate. Right. Which I could get into that, and, that's, and we're talking like a few we're, hundred bucks here or there. We're not talking like... We're not talking about the death of the, of the transaction. No. <laughs> no, right, right. <laughs> so I'm with you, Wes. Don't, yeah, yeah. lock yeah, that crap lock in it and right do away. It. I did tell my agents. Um, I said they don't need to panic right now, but when rates start to rise a little bit, which we're anticipating will they're, happen, they have to. Yeah, they have to. Um, they need to make sure that they're checking with their lenders to make sure that if their borrower is approved. At a maximum price, and they're right on that line with that rate, then they need to make sure that they're uh, cal- um, calculating for a higher interest rate to make sure that they're not gonna have those problems later. Like, I have two or three borrowers that are like right on the line with what they can qualify for. And I already reached out to all those agents and said, hey guys, if rates go up a little bit more, we're gonna have to lower their purchase price a tiny, tiny bit. Like I said, we're talking like three dollars to $5,000 off right. of the purchase price. Now, not the end of the world. Um, and they were like, okay, good to know. Thank you so much. And then if rates continue to rise, then I'll have that conversation again.
2: Right. It's sad that you would have to reach out to the agent, but okay, I get it. I mean, <laughs> I'm not being nasty about it at no, all. No, it's just no. one of those things where it's like, have reasonable expectations. My thing to a client would be, if your rates, let's say four and a quarter, and it's going to go up to 4.375, and that means you can't afford the house, then- you can't afford the house anyway. Yeah,
0: right. exactly. Yep. <laughs> All right.
3: So, I mean,
2: you really can't. Ding, ding, I ding, mean, ding, ding. Right, you're already stretching it. So, I understand if we were going up 1%, that would be different. But, oh my God, it was this morning and it was driving me nuts. I was like, I know, I know. And my anticipation was they've been talking about it for so long. I thought, oh, I don't know if they're going to wait till January. I know it was coming, I just mm-hmm. didn't know. But I thought, like, with this, when we were, when Amanda's referring to TRID, and we've talked about it, it's another, uh, this governance for, basically mortgage people are impacted the most, but agents have a role in it, and escrow has a role in it, and it's, there's just a lot of unintended consequences with some of this stuff that was supposed to help the consumer that, it's just nonsensical. I don't want to waste a bunch of time on the radio talking about something so damn boring. <laughs> but um, the interest, the new disclosures are, are better. The disclosures are better. They're much better. They're much easier to understand like, and read.
0: Hands down.
2: Yeah, I agree. That part I thought was good, but then all the other weird stuff around it, which maybe we'll talk about on another show. The
0: weird stuff around it is fine if you're if the lender knows what what's going on. That's
2: what I say. Because I know if you have my loan or Wes has my loan, I don't care. I do have one where Amanda or Wes doesn't have the loan and I swear to God that guy, I'm going to slap that guy from here to China. It's super
0: funny though because if they ever (laughs) mess up and Wes can speak to this because I'm sure he's been in the situation, they'll just call you and be like "Oh, well it's Trid. No it's not. This is why. No no, he's already (laughs) saying it.
2: He's already saying it. He's like I don't think that the agent understood Trid when she was writing you this contract I'm like.
0: Oh I'm sorry, I think you as the Lender don't understand trading, you should probably go take a class with the CFPB.
2: What did I tell the guy? I was kind of rude the last <laughs> conversation. I was pissed. I'd had enough of his phone calls. Yeah. I you mean, were there I think. I think mean, I basically told him, dude I understand it and yes. the other agent is a Keller Williams agent and she understands it. She knows exactly what she's talking about and see, I didn't get that they didn't have some kind of a relationship. It's good to have a relationship with your lender so you know who you can trust to close your deals. And um, she called me and she's like, Brian, if I had a baseball bat she's like I'm a nonviolent person but she's like I swear I'd knock his out head out or whatever headlights out I was like oh, oh you're a Carrie Underwood much. type I love it <laughs> I thought that was you know I was on the floor laughing I was like go sister because I'm about ready to feel the same way she's like just ignore him and I mean but what he's doing is like kind of doing that thing where he's trying to prep like oh if it doesn't close on the 29th it's because she didn't anticipate to I'm like there's no changes of any kind other than what's been disclosed, which I don't want to go into a big long board. No, so I know. I'm the moral of
0: the story for our listeners is just make sure you hire a professional and you work with a lender that has a reputation for closing on time.
2: And an agent that understands how to get deals done. I think you got to make sure that your agent is also very well read in terms of understanding contracts and negotiating. And listen, folks, if your agent tells you in the beginning when you're listing your house, get a home inspection report, figure out what kind of things you may be up for in advance. We'll talk about this on another show, but like, I want to go over some of the things that people resist that would actually save you so much time, so much grief, and actually would help you with any trade problems if one actually did come up because you had to reneg- renegotiate in the middle of it. So, with that being said...
0: Renegotiating doesn't affect trade. Just saying.
2: The, it, when the if you come in and change like the repairs amount, if nope. you renegotiate the contract,
0: nope, doesn't matter. That does not affect the timing for the closing disclosure. No one what? knows what we're talking about right now. We're I know. Just, but we're just a like, going we're off. Talking a tangent. About, I'm
3: about to fall.
2: yeah, <laughs> so, so go on. We'll talk about it. I thought that it did. So no, it doesn't. Okay, so we will have a show about that. Before the next couple of weeks, maybe? Yeah. We're we'll just talking about it. We don't want to make <laughs> everyone sleep. I know we are going to say we don't want to talk about the K-Clan, but what did you think about the Caitlyn Jenner thing? I'm so tired of hearing about... Her, I am, seriously. I, well, I'm not tired of hearing about, yeah, she's done a lot of great things, but I love that she promises to keep learning.
0: Wait, what's the great thing she's
3: I done? D- I didn't get it either. I mean, didn't she say that she thought it was that people are uncomfortable to see a man in a dress, and now she's apologizing for that? I don't get it.
2: Yeah, and I think, yeah, but, she's, made, she's made several several comments, like, where she hadn't supported gay marriage, and we had talked about that, and, and then she's done several things. But at the same time, you got to think... It's, She's coming from a very privileged life. She's coming from a very conservative life. Just because she's conservative and has conservative views does not affect the fact that she had a transition to be a woman. It doesn't. I mean, it's weird. So there, the trans, trans community is saying Caitlyn Jenner is the Donald Trump of our community you know how Donald Trump just says whatever et cetera right. et cetera no filter yeah no filter or not educated about it so what
0: I like Donald Trump way more than Caitlyn Jenner on that platform yeah
2: come on. go I love it I agree I, I just <laughs> see,
1: I like no, I have okay. so
0: much more respect for Donald Trump come on and that's not because just because Caitlyn Jenner should have been she should have been educated she should have stepped up she should have done a lot of things
2: right I agree like mm. I, it's more than just hair and makeup sorry
1: I think I think in my opinion one you guys are comparing apples and oranges oh, totally. with Donald Trump and <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner and not you guys people in general comparing the two of them it's it's totally different but then at the same time Donald Trump also didn't really get himself educated about the politics and the you know like all of that that you guys talked about this before mm-hmm, where it's mm-hmm. like no that's kind of refreshing because mm-hmm, then you know right. like He's not gonna be your typical politician. But at the same time, there are some aspects of the job that you gotta be educated about. Like, cause what if he does get elected and he gets into that office and he's like, oh, all that crap that I was saying to everybody that they loved is not doable. Well, we
0: talked about that. That's for sure (laughs) gonna happen. That's what happens with every politician, even if you were a politician before.
1: All right another show up
2: already. Oh, my. <laughs> it's, it's in? So it's sorry. over? Yes. I'm so sad. I know, but we will back with it us, it right? Sorry guys, I, I hope so, I love that. you. We nailed on
0: wrapping up today. We
2: did. So, you're on ESPN 1700, we love you Michelle Montiel, we love you Amanda Silber, we love you Duran <laughs> Ellis, Michael Ellis, <laughs> Bain, you get better, and our visitors, make sure, our visitors, our listeners, make sure you're having a great holiday season and know that we love you all and we respect you all regardless of your pain. Talk to you next week.